0: Hey, Francis, it's great to be with you on this Church Tips podcast, and I'm here today with my good friend, Mike Rakes. Dr. Mike Rakes is the uh, president of Evangelion University, and uh, he and I have connected over the years, and uh, he's been so kind to join me for this podcast today. Mike, great to have great you to, with
1: Great to be with you, Dick. Thanks for the invitation. Looking forward yeah. to sharing.
0: You know, uh, I, I have a lot of fun with uh, uh, Mike and um, and Kent Ingle down at uh, Southeastern, all three of us were vice presidents at Bible colleges at the same time and uh, back in the early 2000s. And then, uh, you know, we went our ways after uh, serving as vice presidents there. And uh, Kent is the president of Southeastern and Mike is the president of Evangel. And I'm not the president of anything. So
1: what is yeah. my problem? <laughs> you are. You know, the uh, last shall be first. And you're at the head of the line when we cross over oh, into, yeah, into the never. other. <laughs> yeah, just keep it full,
0: of, man. Just keep <laughs> it full. <of. laughs>
1: no, seriously, you know, thanks for using your life as a platform to uh, help others and uh, to strengthen the local church. You know, you've helped other people succeed along the way. And I'm sure Kent would say that and myself. So thanks for all the Tips and all the help uh, along the way. Your blessing to the kingdom.
0: Thank you. Very kind. Well, uh, it's, uh, it goes all ways. That's for sure. The Lord is good. Hey, today we're going to talk about the uh, book that Mike has uh, written, Surrendered and Unafraid. Now, this is a, a bit of a different book than we frequently cover on the Church Tips podcast because it emanates out uh, of the flow of the experience that Mike and Darla had um with their daughter and so um i don't know how to jump into this other than just giving it over to you mike and have sure. you talk to us about the book talk to us about the topic and uh we want to encourage everyone watching and listening to pick this book up uh wherever books are sold right. and uh and this will be a a, a real help to you so well
1: thanks well, i'm looking forward to uh, sharing it's a, a great opportunity to be with you today i also wanted to uh I give a shout out to Jonathan uh, uh, and uh, his important book, um, The Arrow Striker. Uh, Just basically an important voice that next generation, anything I can do to support the next gen. And, uh, you know, he's just calling people to live a more deliberate life every day. So excellent book and followers of Jesus to kind of live with zest and gusto. And, you know, uh, so he happens to be a graduate, you know, CBC, so, uh, which uh, by virtue of uh, the way things go, also EU then, yeah. uh, and uh, but I'm actually announcing uh, on the podcast this decision just made, so I saved it. Uh, but the uh, here's the uh, f- a few lines. The Office of the President would like to inform you, uh, Jonathan, that your book Arrow Striker has been selected by the Office of the President team to be presented to all religion graduates at next year's uh, religion baccalaureate service. So, uh, oh, um, yeah, that's, oh, it's, huh. it's going to be in the box of books we give out to kids, and oh, he'll yes. get the official letter, but I, I wanted to save the big news for today, so it's oh, going to be great.
0: So, okay. anyway,
1: uh, yeah. anyway, this book, Surrender and is it's not my daughter's life story. It's actually... Uh, excerpts from her journal as she was uh, walking out a four-year battle with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma with cancer. It was a shock to us. It's also my interaction both with her journals, with her music and my own grief. Uh, And essentially what the book does is give you a biblical formula for flourishing through adversity. So that's, that's essentially what it is. It helps people get through their pain and not lose their faith in God.
0: You know when I started into the book, uh, you you did a masterful job in pulling the reader in, and then uh, the I'll use the term I'm not sure for sure it's the right word, but then the jolt, right that that you lost her, right, and then all of a sudden because we're we're friends I'm I'm trying to step into your pain and I'm. Oh, my goodness. And as you begin to walk this out through the book. So just talk to us, um, Mike, about whatever uh, is on your heart that we should be focused on. I know you cover in the book, but... Right, right.
1: Well, I think, you know, for the pastors that are listening or for those that are doing um, Christian leadership, uh, the three big tips I would have coming out of it is uh, what I learned is you have to face the pain, you have to surrender to what is. So you either accept it as the will of God or you embrace it as your cross to bear. Uh, and then you have to live unafraid into the future, uh, no matter how painful it is. And so I think those three tips, uh, we call them uh, in the book, we call it wisdom, integrity, and tenacity, which is literally uh, how I survived. You know, having pastored for so many decades like I did. I did hundreds of funerals. I mean, I helped parents bury their children uh, and had no clue until you're sitting on the front row listening to It Is Well With My Soul when it's not well with your soul, you have no idea what people are going through. And this book, I think, would help pastors and staff um, just kind of enter into really the theological discussion of how can I be charismatic, believe in miracles? when God didn't give me what we want, or we prayed for a miracle. So what we say is, what I say in the book is, faith is not what you use to get what you want. Faith is what you have to have when you don't get what you want. And I just kind of unpacked that. I unpacked the verses where I misquoted God. I thought God made certain promises, like if children obey their parents uh, and don't rebel, which Whitney didn't. So she got cancer at 24. Or twenty three passed away at twenty seven, but her whole life, even as a teenager, she just was uh, had lived devoted to God. She was our worship pastor at the church, so it's very very hard to take that hit and uh, and and keep one's faith, you know. So that's what the book helps somebody do. Somebody that in, in your church is suffering and going through something. This is a great book to share with them.
0: Well, you know, you've you've broken it up. Uh, the book, uh, I, I'm going to say. You don't call it an easy read because of the topic. It's not, right, it's not. um, So you have to be very uh, methodical going through. But your chapters are reasonably short, so you're able to capture those nuggets. Is is there anything, any of those chapters in particular you want to highlight or just uh, bring to the forefront?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think, well, each of them I wrote as standalone chapters. So you can just randomly pick it up and read uh, wherever. So in in one of the chapters, I talk about I don't know how I missed it as a pastor. Uh, the idea that God's chosen people now have a wailing wall—they stand up, stand up and roll little uh, little prayer requests and stuff them in the wall. That sometimes when you're praying to God, it feels like you're praying to a wall. Yeah. Uh, and I don't and I don't know how I missed all the suffering. Uh, stories in the Bible. Like almost everybody that we, uh, that we interact with and, and talk with has, has gone through just some horrible things in the scriptures, you know, uh, stories in the Bible and those around us. So, uh, Dick, I'd say it this way. Suffering is what we have in common with humanity. So mm-hmm. we'll be better at uh, kingdom work when we, uh, kind of approach it from that standpoint.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You know, um, even uh, just reviewing the, uh, the way you concluded the book. Um, You know, a great statement here. If I can just read this here as the begins, the conclusion uh, statement from wit, I set my eyes on you and not on sickness, not even the solution eyes on you listening for the voice. I know so well, ready to follow. I will follow where it leads. Surrendered and unafraid, and yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. So she
1: she was so passionate for God. So early when the diagnosis came, she had eleven rounds of chemo. So the decision for us as a family is: do we abandon what science is saying? Uh, And stand by faith. So I talk about that in the in the book and unpack all of that. We end up doing eleven rounds of chemo. She set a chair by her bed early on, just in case Jesus wanted to come, the healer wanted to come and sit beside her at night and and heal her. She took communion. She did all the things I taught her as a kid to do. If I could go back and teach my son or daughter one thing, I would teach it. I would teach this other side of the coin of divine healing, which is divine suffering. That sometimes. We are going to suffer. Sometimes God isn't going to give you everything you're asking for, or in our case, anything we ask for. Even no. her own suffering as the cancer moved into the bone and everything, we didn't see God's help. We didn't see the easing of pain. We didn't We didn't see. And so sometimes in uh, charismatic faith anyway, we get the double down, uh, folks. You double down like, by God, you know, I'm not going to. And I just decided I was going to tell the truth about this. And yeah. still, and fight my way to to a charismatic Pentecostal faith that just and so uh, that quote by Whitney: We don't focus on the miracles that God does; we focus yeah. on God Himself. Yeah.
0: Talk to us a little bit about Wit. Uh, I know which is I know we've already we already established we got a little bit of a time frame here. How do you talk about a, a beautiful daughter like this? But just tell us some things about Wit.
1: Well, uh, she she was amazing. Uh, my uh, my baby girl, we called her. We only had two kids, so uh, what we say now, like every conversation's awkward, you know. Now, like, how many kids do you have? So, Darla and I face that often. So we always say, "Well, we have one, and we have one in heaven." Her name is Whitney. Uh, she was a worship pastor, but um, we prayed from the time she came home in a bassinet. God put a song in her heart, so she wasn't an American Idol uh, kid. She was this poet. Uh, and just had all of these great uh, one-liners. And, and so the word, so we called her wit because she had a quick wit. So when we were going on vacation, uh, we, she would start it. We would start quoting movies, you know, back then, Disney movies or whatever. We're quoting one-liners and whoever could s- uh, stay the longest kind of won that. But the the wit is what I took to the book, which is wisdom, integrity, tenacity. It's kind of the secret to getting through kind of what you're going through. And I will say, Dick, what I learned, of course, you know, having two doctorate degrees and uh, I had just uh, one third of the Psalms are lamenting. And the word lamenting was was a little distant for me, a little too sanitized. It's actually complaining one third uh, of the Psalms are writers complaining to God about some circumstance, something God didn't do. So I can't sing the song. uh, He'll never let you down. He'll never let you down because he did let me down. So that that doesn't work. But here's what I've come to, Dick, and maybe this is kind of how you can head toward the wrap up. But the resurrection of Jesus is everything. And so now when we see the empty tomb, when the, you know they didn't roll a stone back, and oh, suddenly Jesus emerges, like oh, thanks guys for letting me out. You know he was he was already the victorious Lord. They roll the stone back to show us that the graves are empty. For all of us that are following Jesus, the graves do not hold our loved ones. To be absent uh, from this body is to be present with the Lord. And so my wife and I, and my my son and his wife Heather, we are just fully devoted. To say uh, we believe and thank God for Jesus and and the powerful work that He did, the, you know He said I've got to go away, and but I've got to go away so you can have a comforter because He knew things were going to get bad, oh. and uh, and and they did for those early Christians and the Holy Spirit becomes that comforter and that helper. So anyway, uh, that's that's it for us. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that's uh, very, very good. Uh, Surrendered and Unafraid, uh, just an outstanding book that will challenge you. Uh, it will make you think. It will make you dig in, and it will draw you to Jesus. It really will. So parting parting shot, Mike. If if nobody or if somebody listened or watched this, and they didn't hear anything else, what do you want them to hear today?
1: Well, uh, when someone is suffering, shallowed, uh, vocabulary gymnastics won't help them. Just sit with them in their pain. Uh, and what I tell people all the time is, wisdom only comes through trouble. So you you can you can get bitter, or you can you can sit uh, with with the Lord. And you know, wisdom doesn't come from a lecture or from anybody else's experience. It comes from yours. And so the groans and all that, the Lord is right there with you. And I you know I wrote a, a free study guide. Uh, should be on the evangel website. There's a free study guide that goes with the book. You don't even have to get the book to to do the study guide and walk people through just processing either individually or in groups processing their grief and I, and I hope that that this will be a, a blessing to to help people not walk away from their faith when they don't get a miracle, but to to really live devoted to the Lord and uh, the next life is going to be better than this one for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike. Man, I
0: can't thank you enough for uh, being willing to take time to uh, sure. chat with us on this. Of course, I know this is so deep and personal to you. Again, the book "Surrendered and Unafraid." Uh, go wherever books are sold and pick it up. My, it's know- also
1: on. It is on Audible, and okay. uh, then go to MikeReigs.com and uh, find ways to get there. So, thanks, Dick, for uh, hosting me today. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, uh, friends, thanks for uh, watching and being with us today. And uh, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate to uh, contact us at. Uh, leaders.church dhardy at leaders.church be glad to help in any way but uh, Mike thank you for being with us in the meantime make it a great one today and be blessed
1: hey Jonathan here real quick before you go Everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you'd like to do that, I want to invite you to go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.